With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Prediction? Yes, prediction. Pain. Hello and welcome back to the Liverpool Groove. It's been a week since... Uh, since nothing got announced at all, um, nothing happened whatsoever. It's been no monumental news in the last uh, in the last seven days, thankfully. So nothing to really talk about there. How are we, Jay? I'm, here, lad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a long way since Friday. Ah, yeah, definitely. Um, emotions <laughs> were were running high on that episode. Well, for Jay at least, anyway. I tried my best to keep level headed. Uh, think I've done an all right job, like, but. Like Jay, you made made inc- content unconsolable. Like, a shocker, and don't get me wrong, still fucking it, but it's. I, I don't no, let, Anyway, <laughs> let's not talk about. <laughs> let's not get into that again. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's you know the announcement is like I said last time. It's it's shaking the club, the fans, everything to to its core. But it's he seems you know Klopp. He, he seems content with his decision. So we've just like got a try and move on and more importantly enjoy the rest of the season because you know the two games that have followed since that announcement have been phenomenal um so let, let's get into them we'll talk about the Norwich game first and foremost um and it was it was exactly the performance I expected bit disappointed we can see the two um especially the the manner of them the first one kind of anyone can score that but that second goal like hat off to you. If you can beat Alisson from that distance, you deserve your goal. Yeah, we actually all stood up and clapped that. And I want to be honest with you, <clears throat> due to the blare of the news on Friday, I totally forgot we played Norwich and I can't even remember <laughs> being at the match <laughs> to a point where I'm fucking struggling. I'll, I'll struggle to talk about it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> got absolutely tanked on Friday night when he announced he was leaving. <sighs> Recovered Saturday. Went the match Sunday. Was drinking on the wall. Had, had a couple of pints on the wall. Went in the ground. Had a couple of pints. Just spends me whole time in the cop, singing me fucking heart out. I don't think I've seen the game. <clears throat> I just was full of emotion. Obviously, you've probably seen the flag. I was fucking nearly yeah. a blubber of mess holding that up. Jürgen lives forever. Um, you know that got a nod of approval from a load of fans, which was nice. It was just pure emotional thing that. I messaged Claire's customs on like Friday, Friday night, just saying I need something for the match Sunday. Need to, to show them what we're all thinking. <clears throat> because I said, do do Jürgen live forever? She done it on she was like, I don't know where to get material from. I don't know what to do. What what do you want me to do? I'll use a bed sheet. <laughs> and, ours and we just got it together. Got the ground. Went to go in the ground and the steward went to me, What's that, mate? And I went, what's it look like? And he went, can I see what's on it? I said, I didn't really want you to be the first to see it. I wanted Jürgen to be the first to see it. So I showed him, he went, ah, oh, that's Boston. Go ahead. 
So I went, brought Tucker in, lad, two wooden poles and a bed sheet. So I'm not surprised. Um, but you just caught me off guard, sorry, because I totally forgot we played Norwich. So yeah, That's the fine. weekend last weekend was a complete blur. <clears throat> I've got off early from work Friday. Um, didn't go to work Saturday. Didn't go to work Sunday. Didn't go to work Monday. And when they asked me why I was off work, I think my text message was that a man that I've never met before has broke my heart and I, I can't. <laughs> and they just put, you're mad, um, are you in Tuesday? And I was like, yeah, I'll definitely be there Tuesday. <laughs> so I'm on my way to that now. But yeah, <clears throat> Norwich. <laughs> yeah, um, not, Norwich played, was a game of football that bad. happened. <laughs> we won. <laughs> Norwich is a game of football that happened. Um, now, look, I, I've done you the favour by not, you know, posting that picture you sent to me at three in the morning. Uh, not of me, to me, sorry, of you at three in the morning, neck and God knows what at that time. Um, so, yeah, it's... How was it, that? I don't even... You sent it to me the other day, I can't remember, but I, I've, I've kept that to myself. Thank was you. I in ours? think so, yeah. Must have yeah, been the so Friday. I've, so I've come home. Oh, oh, I don't know. Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been so, any of the nights. So it was that bad Friday that Josh, Josh messaged me, well, messaged me and we were talking and I said, how do you fancy... You know, getting together tonight and having a little bevy to, to morn him. And he was like, 100%, yeah. So we brought his bed down. I think two girls just had a chat. We just talked about Jürgen and the good times, the memories we've made, the tips we've been on together, which people forget, you know, it's not just about the man leaving. Yeah, yeah. Part of our life. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, I had a good bevy. They got off a bar, probably about half two. So whatever drink I've been drinking, I must have finished and sent you a picture. Um, <laughs> Saturday, can't remember much of it. Sunday, got up and we cracked on. I don't know, a few pints. But it could have, it literally could have been terrific. <laughs> terrific. It could have been horrific, lad, because I was in that rut where I couldn't be asked going to work whatsoever. I just, when I was thinking about it, my head was racing. <clears throat> when when I didn't have a bevy, I couldn't sleep. I was just seeing Jürgen and Klopp and like <laughs> me live moments. It was I can't explain it. It's bizarre, but people would think you're a psychopath right now if they know, if they listen to this out of context. They would think you need sectioning. I know it's crazy, but I literally like was having like nightmares and that. I was closing my eyes and trying to go to sleep. I don't think I slept properly, but I think because I drank that much as well, that hasn't helped. Yeah. No, but definitely not. I just I got got myself back to normal Tuesday. Started feeling again. Wednesday, I think today, you've we've had a phone call and I've started singing a little bit today. Yeah, again, bad ring of fire going around, and again, the you do you go to football and you you realize that there's a bigger picture. And the man decides to leave, there's fuck all we can do about it. Liverpool is first and foremost, and we've got to we've got to find a way to, to get on with it and put the club first. And that's how I felt when we went when we played Chelsea. Mm. I felt yeah. like it was about Liverpool Football Club and it wasn't about club, it was about us in the title charge going to do business and that's how I'm going to try and feel for the remains of the season. But yeah, we played Norwich, we won. <laughs> well, look, let's, I mean, there wasn't a great deal to talk about with Norwich really. As I say, I think overall the performance was what we expected. We, you know, we put a few goals past them. McConnell, um, you know, played really well on his first start. Connor Bradley, we will be talking about an awful lot on this one. I feel was great against Norwich. Um, 
but yeah, it was it was comfortable. Um, we know we well. I was going to say we know we've got in the next round now, but we don't. It's still uh, got to go to a replay. I think Southampton or Watford. So, um, yeah, it's through to the next round. Good, good draw, no matter what. In the next round, so that that's what you want. You want to. Oh, who scored for us? Um, Jones got one, didn't he? Yeah, he got the first from Connell's cross. It's to be honest, scores at Edda. Yeah, and we didn't know who'd scored. Right, okay. We didn't know it was who scored until he announced it. Okay, that that's odd, but fair enough. Oh, the end of the pitch. <clears throat> so, all right, okay, fair enough, that makes sense. So, goal scorers for us, I'm just getting it up because I couldn't remember fully myself. Jones, Nunes, Jota, Van Dijk, Gravenberg. Yeah, so actually, Jones, Edda, Nunes. Um, no. Van Dijk was a belter, Edda. Yeah. Um. Gravenberg was a tap-in. Was a tap-in. Who set him up? I want to say Nunes. I think Nunes. No, yeah. Bradley. It was Bradley. Can't really recall the game. I remember back. the Gravenberg one, actually. <clears throat> yeah, it got it got hit across. Bradley's volleyed it into the floor and, and Gravenberg said it in back post. And I'm not even being like Billy Big Ball saying, oh, I was blast and all that. It wasn't a case of that. It was a case of me, me and Tess was in just being there sort yeah. of thing. But it was just weird. Weird thing, but yeah. <clears throat> Chelsea was different. Yeah, so let let's go on to Chelsea then, because as I say, the the FA Cup one Norwich was was pretty much routine, except for the the goal. You know, as I say, their second goal was was great. Fair play, great goal. Um, good good occasion for Klopp as well. Obviously, their their manager David Wagner was his best man, and all that. There was a lot of lot of story with them there, so it was nice to you know. I think especially after he'd made the announcement as well, just to. Sort of have a mate there as well must have been nice for him on that on that day kind of thing, um. But Chelsea, seven draws in a row with them, um, in all competitions, and I genuinely just was expecting another draw, and then we just flew out the blocks and didn't stop. Um, everyone says Chelsea, and they go, oh, "I don't want to get them in the final. Hate playing them. It's going to be nil nil." <clears throat> Sorry, um, didn't feel like that at all. I didn't feel like that was going to be the case. I felt like we had fire in our belly and we were gonna we were gonna charge at them. I just didn't want it to be like the United game where we, we commit too soon and realise that it's not working how we're playing and have to change shit and they can just sit in and defend. But it was an absolute demolition of them. We were fantastic from the very first whistle. The atmosphere, you know, the spying cop lads done a flag flag night. Um <clears throat> it looked brilliant. The the atmosphere from the cop was spot on. But I was in the upper main stand, lad, like near the top of that. It was like being in a different stadium watching the match. The view was awesome because mm. you can see everything. Yeah. But you're expecting the worst when you go up there. Like proper tall. What like atmosphere was? Atmosphere, shite. Oh, it was brilliant. Fair play was to it? everyone who was in there. It was absolutely bouncing. There was people standing up. It was it was class. So fair play to everyone mm. who went because. You know, <clears throat> I don't mind when people are recording the game and that when they're still singing and dancing and getting involved. And there was loads of that going on, but they were still vocal. They were still yeah, supporting yeah. the team. And it was, you know, there was points where there was a few that didn't know songs. They were just banging chairs and making noise. And that's brilliant. That's all we want. Yeah. Um, I mean, I said that yeah. to be fair when we done <clears throat> the episode after Clockmate, as an announcement last week. I, I said, you know, 
the ground will be bouncing for Norwich, it'll be bouncing for Chelsea. And I think it's going to be like that all season now. You know, the players look like they've got something extra in them because of the news. And I think the fans will get that as well. Yeah, I think, don't get me wrong, it's all, without, without the clock news, we're in a title charge. We're on for four trophies. So we should be. We should be up for it. We shouldn't mm. be turning up to games like Norwich and going, it's only Norwich. We'll blow these away. We don't get behind the team. You know, there's young lads who haven't kicked the ball for us before. We want to experience that atmosphere. Give them it. Fucking give them it. And say Conor Bradley got it to decibels for his song. I don't think... I think Trent will be sat there jealous. Curtis Jones will be sat there jealous. Um, some of the other younger lads who've came through will be sat there thinking, fucking hell, I've not had that. And he yeah. deserves it. But... Yeah, atmosphere was spot on, but it felt like a cold in Anfield. It felt like we were riled up for it from the first whistle. You've seen like them trying to huddle together to the point they forgot the mascot. <laughs> like, yeah. That's fucking awful. Yeah, it was <clears> terrible. The atmosphere just... We've done it to United a few seasons back. I think it was, I don't know if it was the Europa League game years and years ago. And you knew we'd won from the first fucking whistle. As soon as that walk alone happened and you see their reaction to it. You know, the game settled and I felt like that. I just yeah. felt like we were going to be too good for them. And then we started how we started. The press, fighting for the ball, going in hard. We were just hungry, lads, and some of the football was stunning as well. Yeah. I mean, the only bit of the game they really had was when um, we made the four subs. Took a little bit of time for them to get going. And they had a little spell where they, they got their goal. But other than that, even then, we settled and... and battered them again but I think I said that at the time I think it was a mistake to make four subs in one go I understand why he'd done it because we were 3-0 up and you thought right it's a chance to rest them for Sunday but it just it broke our rhythm up a little bit too much Um, as I say <coughs> he recovered and got it back after a te- sort of 10 minutes or so but it was just at the time <laughs> just because of what we've been used to with Liverpool over the years they got that goal and I was like don't, it's not going to happen. It's not happening. It's just not. A, I had to convince myself that not more was going to come of it. And I say, thankfully, we did recover and, and get another one. But it was just felt like too much all at once. Yeah, it was definitely. I think it, it wasn't even a case of him being cocky. It was just saving legs for, for the weekend. But, you know, the, the bench was awesome. But I don't think it matters who you bring on. You bring Pele and Messi on, Ronaldinho and Zidane all at the same time. Your rhythm's fucked. Hmm. So, <clears throat> it didn't matter who came on, the whole the whole rhythm went to pot for, for five, ten minutes. They still didn't look that dangerous, but they, they targeted Trent, which pissed me off. Yeah. Chris Connor Bradley, no one went past him once. He was no. fucking unbelievable. But yeah, I think you you'd expect that four substitutions, four lads coming on cold, they're gonna get a little foothold in the game. And they did for five, seven minutes maybe. They scored the goal, it put us on edge. Um, it's fucking bizarre. Like the way we played, the way we defended, we we completely controlled the game. And one little cock up like that, and your ass was falling out. You three one up at home. Atmosphere is mad, and then it goes all shaky. Then you're on edge, and we did have a shaky five minutes, but then we we just took control again. Yeah, definitely. Um, so we've mentioned them a couple of times, and we will come on to to this in a minute. Obviously. There's, there's talking points outside of the game. Um, Paul Tierney, you know, a lot of questions about him. But for once, had a, had a very game? good game. Um, obviously, from my point of view, he, I, I felt he had a, an okay game. But let, let, we've got to talk about them, the decisions that he, he did or didn't give. Um, so, 
first half, Conor Gallagher, penalty or no penalty? <laughs> if it's if it's against us, it's I want a penalty. I want it. But when, when they've looked at him and they've gone, you know, he hasn't got complete control of the ball, and it looks like he sort of sticks his leg out to to catch the defender as well. It's a that's a it's or a miss one. <clears throat> I I don't think that was a penalty. I think I Van Dijk. I think if it gets given, you sort of like fucking that's a stupid one that but mm. I can sort of also not argue with it but likewise when I first seen it on the telly I was like oh my god and then I seen it and seen it and seen it and seen it, and seen it. from the ground from that eye up it was an and just penalty but yeah <clears throat> well, for me I just I don't think Van Dijk has made any movement towards towards Gallagher with his leg I just think he, his leg has stayed in the same place and Gallagher has ran into his leg like it's out a bit that for me isn't it. That just wasn't a penalty. I think he got that one spot on, in my opinion. Um, lead up to Connor Bradley's goal, uh, it's obviously talk of you know Jota, foul and Chilwell. I think it was a fifty-fifty. It wasn't a foul either way. Yeah, I, th- I think they were both fouls. They fouling each other, but yeah, that's yeah. why they got not stopped because they were fouling each other. You don't, you can't see you started it. They both got hands on each other. You can't disallow a goal like that when, regardless of. Fucking, you could have put Chilwell on a jetpack and moved Jota out of the situation. He's not getting back to him. So, yeah, no difference whatsoever what happens there. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then the other one, obviously, well, our penalty uh, that we obviously missed, I don't think there was any question about that. He's, you know, stood on his foot. Um, It was clear. I don't know what the referee's view was like, but he must have had a good one because he gave it straight away. They have looked at it. And confirmed, but I don't think there was any issues with that one myself. That's another one. It's I think I'm I'm the same as the Gallagher one with that. If that's against us and it gets given, <clears throat> I'll be kicking off. I think I'll be kicking off because it's stupid, but I'd also understand why it's being given. Mm. So obviously for us it's a penalty. So yeah. And then obviously the other one, um Van Dyke again on in Kunku. I, I think we massively got away with that one, I'll be honest. It's a stone wall, lad. There's not even like I don't know where the debate is. Like if you analyse that to the Jota one, where like the players have come from behind, Jota's got complete control of the ball, so I get it. But he has as well. Yeah, he's got the ball. He's 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 touched it into a path where he can turn and lay a pass off, or probably even spin and get a shot off. And Van Dijk's just it's it's like what you used to do in school if someone had the two feet and was leaning against the wall. You kick the two feet, yeah. so they've over. He's done that to his, his, his trailing leg. So yeah. I think, um, say, as soon as we seen the name Paul Turney, we our asses went. I think he's older. He's older as one. I don't think it's being intentional, but he's maybe let the atmosphere get to him. He, he's known what it was going to be like and how hostile it was going to be. How probably not ask Klopp is if he gets fucking fined or sacked. So he's not. He's just thought I'm, I'm best just. I'm doing what's best here. I think fairfully. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I both agree with that one. No Stonewall, um, definitely. But also, like you can't take away from the fact that I don't think whatever whatever happened on the day, if they'd have got a penalty, we'd have scored another one anyway. Yeah, yeah. We were just that in control. I think we took our foot off the gas a little bit. We never let them get in the game, but the, the moments they did have, it was sort of us backing off. The goal they scored was us backing off. No one committed to the to the ball. Um, yeah, I thought it was just no matter what was going to happen on that day, 
if we played for fucking four hundred minutes, five hundred minutes, we were winning the game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it seems like a, it just seemed like a foregone conclusion, didn't it? Um let let's come on to the positives then, um, because there's only one man to really talk about. We've already mentioned him a couple of times and the greatest Northern Irish footballer of all time, Conor Gallagher. Like Conor Gallagher, Conor, Conor Gallagher. I, I, goodbye. I, I am ending this podcast for good. Um How would you edit podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, that's the problem. Um <laughs> Conor Bradley. Just, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm keeping you on your toes. I'm just making sure you're still focused. You know, you had, you had a rough week last week. I've got to make sure you're all there. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, Conor Bradley, what a, what a player. Just he's sensational. The only, like, the only word you can really use for him. And I, I don't want to get over the top, but it's how we've responded when sent comments to fold. It's just ridiculous. Um, he reminds me of Andy Robbo, though. Yeah, he he reminds me of when when you watch them from afar, from that far where you need binoculars. He he just runs. He he's committed defensively to like Andy Robbo. Yeah. He's his, his first thought in his game is defensively, which is unbelievable because he's so good going forward as well. He yeah, just he's got, he's got everything. He plays the game basic. He doesn't overthink anything. He doesn't overdo anything. He just he, he plays a pass and he fucks off up that wing and he wants it back. He, mm. he sees that, that they're on the attack and he, he just swings his foot round. Like I've seen tackles with like Mark Mark Lawrence and that. Um Alan Anson, players like that where they the behind you and he somehow managed to swing the leg around and win the ball fairly and he he's got that in the locker as well. He's fucking yeah. he's sensational lad. And <laughs> like when when he when he started playing the other day and he made a tackle and then he, he had a tussle where it was like the ball was bouncing and he got in front of the Chelsea player. One possession, sent us on our way. I just said to our Chris, a fucking a star is born, lad. There's a, he's a star. He's going to be a superstar. Yeah. And the fact that he is a, a Liverpool fan from a young age as well, you know, that worry of, has he got a dream club? We might come in for him. That's gone. Um, I didn't realise he was 20. I thought he was 16. But that's even better because there's no question of him staying in that team now. Yeah. <laughs> This is gonna sound absolutely fucking ludicrous, but you cannot, you cannot give Trent that right back back at the minute. You can't. You can't. Well, I was it. going to ask you about that, like, but you um... obviously you can't do it because of the, the how how reassuring he is from a defensive point of view. Was was so much better at the back with him there. He's fucking yeah. awesome. So, and, and this is if there's a moment, it happened after the Fulham game. We all spoke and said. That that this is the chance now. Trent goes in midfield because you've got a right back good enough to to support. <clears throat> I don't think you can take him off the team. I honestly don't. It's mad, isn't it? Like, but you know, he, he pocketed three separate players on the night. He put three different players on him over the course of the night, and he pocketed every single one of them. You know, and I think out outstanding though isn't even. I can't. The atmosphere speaks for itself. I've never, yeah. I've never witnessed that for a, a young lad when the. Like it wasn't just because of his goal either. It was just overall everything. performance in everything he's done since he's come into the team. He, he, he's he had that. that <laughs> the crowd was giving him the Nunes treatment. Every little thing he'd done, it was there's only one Conor Bradley. So and just every little thing. And he was doing the same with Nunes when he'd done every little thing as well. But like we've had no one else this season who's had that treatment from the crowd. You know what I mean? Like Nunes gets it for everything. Nunes gets it when he misses the ball. Like no, it, that frustrates me that, but it's great for him because he knows, I think, we'll get on to Nunes in a bit, but 
he knows no matter what he does or what he does right, what he does wrong, we're there for him. Yeah. And that's how it's got to be. It's going to be like that until something has to happen. But yeah, with Conor Bradley, <clears throat> he's as a right back, I think I've seen someone else say it as well. He, he's like like a Steve Finnan. Mm. And Steve Finnan is one of those players who goes right under the radar. He was he's up there with one of our best right backs. Yeah, he was great. He was unbelievable. He he done it he, again, he kept it simple, done his job. And Bradley does the same, but it for, for a kid of that age, the energy he's got, the engine he's got, the strength he's got to, to knock people off the ball, his timing for a tackle, his timing for a pass, his ability to, to get in behind. He's fucking boss, lad. So boss. The, the the big question now is then when are we getting a Connor Bradley t shirt? Too soon. Because <laughs> the players who've been there, like Joe Gomez, who haven't got one yet, lad. So Joe Gomez. Hey, but to be fair, I mean he's got a goal before Joe Gomez as everybody I'm else seems to. Joe, Joe Gomez, lad. Joe Gomez must be human. Like Quantas come in, took his centre back place this season, <clears> and then he's gone and scored the goal for us before him. And then now we've got Connor Bradley dead, and he's thinking, right, there's someone else who's took one of my places, and then the cunt's gone and scored. <laughs> like he, he can't get it, he can't catch a break, Gomez, can he? In that sense, I, 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 he'll definitely score, um, but that's not his game. No, what we not. don't want to do is put this pressure on him where he feels like he's got to score and he's got to shoot from stupid places. I think Klopp said the same. He's shooting from daft places, so stop mm. it. Basically, um, he'll get he'll get a tap in, lad. I just think whenever we decide to give Joe Gomez a new contract, don't put a length on it, just put until he scores. <laughs> and then he'll never, never ever want retire. To score. <laughs> but just, just talking about Joe Gomez, lad, as you, as I've said before on here, and you know yourself, I've since his injury, I've been on his back a little bit. Mm. <clears throat> um I've, there was points where I've said it's probably ready time for him to go. Sick of him backtracking and like always making mistakes and having to kill himself to to fix it. And that's gone out of his game. He's got back to the Joe Gomez when we won the league. Um, <clears throat> he's, he's back to his best. He's found his peak again. And he deserves to be on the pitch as well. So, fucking fantastic. It's great to have a squad with the depth we've got now. You've got Alexander-Arnold and Andy Bobo coming back. But at this moment in time, the way the defence has been, as as we have been as a unit, I don't think you change the fullbacks at the minute. No, I, I think agree. Both, I agree. both lads merit to stay in the team. Yeah, definitely. And the thing is, you know, you look at Quanta, who just mentioned there, and, and then someone like Connor Bradley, and, you know, the way these kids have just come into the team seemingly out of nowhere and have cemented themselves as first team regulars. Now, obviously, not going to start as, as many games as. as the ones that edit them, but the first they're in the squad now, the regular squad members. One, I think it gives a lot of it gives a lot of confidence to the young lads coming through. We were getting smaller chances like your uh, McConnell's, like your you know, Luke Chambers has been on the bench, Owen Beck. We recalled him, played him a little bit and then sent him back again. It's like it gives all these a lot of confidence that they can go on and do the same. But also I think it just it'll settle so many fans now. I think when you've seen how well they've come in and done, you're going to get less fans going, well, why are we playing this kid or what are you doing in there? We Instead of, I think it'll, it'll start turning a lot of fans as opposed to not wanting massive signers all the time because we've got these kids coming in and saving us 40, 50 mil in the position. 
like Quanta and Conor Bradley save us 100 mil there straight away yeah I, I think you'll always have the, the chasers who well anyone who's worth money they'd rather have than a, than a quality young player they're just idiots but yeah nail on the head lads we, and this is what I don't want to say it but remember when Klopp was in the <laughs> and I said how, how do you always manage to bring it back to that lad no, because he just had this smugness about him. That's why I was so shocked about him announcing he was leaving. Lad. He had this smugness about him, like, I know something you don't know sort of thing. And like, look at the season. Yeah, when I... That's what he knew he was like. Yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, why go out and, and panic by? Spend 50, 50 mil on a cent and a half when you've, you've got kids there. And just say, when, when we look at our, the bench thing is all about names. You look at a bench and you go, fucking hell, he's a no one, he's a no one, he's a no one. If, we, if we're not winning with the first 11, we're going to struggle. But I think we're past that point now. If, mm. if Van Dijk gets injured and Quantas coming on, you're like, so be it, Sam. If Trent's not playing and Conor Bradley's there, fine. If Joe Gomez is coming on left-back, fine. Mm. And then you've got your midfielder, like, Shabbos like Jones, Elliot, Gravenberg, fucking Enzo went back. Thiago, McAllister, who has been fucking sensational, by yeah, the way. Yeah, he's been tremendous. Um, there's not the bench is awesome, and I want to touch wood. Our strength and depth is the best in the league at the minute, and mm. I just hope I think if we can keep our players fit and we utilize them as and when we should, which obviously club knows how to do. But the likes of that bringing players off when you're three 0 up and maybe do two next time, not four. Yeah. But <clears throat> doing it in spells, and you're bringing that type of quality on, like the push for the league only get bigger and better. You, you're bringing players back from. You know, injury like McAllister and Endos to come back and Salah, Mo Salas to come back. And yeah, it's fucking Thiago's back in the fold. And the video they released at them is like, give him a contract. He's fucking. Yeah, ridiculous. everyone's done a complete 360 within there. Like, because even you, last uh, episode before last year, like, I'm not asked. Don't care about him anymore. Liverpool put one yeah, video, not... so you're like, give him a lifetime contract. Not that, you know, it's frustrating because it's, he's, he's like having. He's like having a fucking Aston Martin up your path, but it's got no engine in it. Yeah. No, it's not what I mean. It looks fucking lovely, brilliant, but it's not you can't do nothing with it. But yeah. when he's in that team, lad, he's he's magnificent. So again, man manager, I don't think he fits our system with the way we play at the minute, with the pressing, with the you know, killing ourselves to win games, but he fits for twenty minutes when you want to unlock a defence, you want to find something out of the ordinary, you want to produce a bit of magic, he's your man, go and yeah. do it. So, yeah, all day, get him in the squad. Can't wait to see him. Tiago. No, I mean, yeah, the video just really makes you just want him back in that squad straight away. Um, But he looks sharp. I mean, he always does. He's the type of player who he could miss fucking three years on the spin and and come back into training and look that sharp on day one. He's just that... He's that luxury player, isn't he? That you can that every like, squad you can afford one of them kind of thing. I always say, like you've just said, he doesn't really fit our system. I think every squad can afford one player who doesn't fit your system in any way, but he's just too good. You've got to have him, and I think he's yeah, hundred percent. I just think we can't we can't fall into the trap of going. It's Thiago. He has to start. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that midfield works, but <clears throat> in certain games, say, but when you've got a midfield who's strong and they're going to run through the middle and they're going to attack us. If, if you're playing a team that's going to play out wide, yeah, get them in there. But you've got teams that are going to steamroll us through the middle. You yeah. can't afford it. I think what, what's great about this midfield now, as opposed to 
the one we had last season, let's say, is you could put Thiago in, in the midfield, put McAllister and Sobosley either side of him or, or McAllister and Jones, two players who are going to work their ass off all game, do all do his running for him essentially, create a lot of space for him and give him give him a little bit of we've seen what he can do with, with no space, give him a bit of space if them two running off him and he's he's danger, lad. He's he's an absolute fucking menace. Um so I'm looking forward to seeing how he how he does fit in with this current midfield because like you said, I mean at, at, on current form it it's hard to see where he does get into it anyway, like but it it what an option to have. It's 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 a hard task at the minute. The midfield doesn't pick itself. It, no. it varies and it's it's great, but <clears throat> I don't know what our best midfield is. No, I don't. I don't know. Shopperslide's completely dropped off. Um All I know is it definitely to be honest, for me it definitely includes McAllister and Jones. Yeah, but that McAllister and Jones and then like I I made a comment saying you know, McAllister can't start at Edivendo, but then Endo's out the fold and McAllister's in and you can't take McAllister out the team because he's been good. <laughs> so it's just a, it's brilliant to have though. Yeah. It's great. It's great to have boss players. And, you know, if one player plays one week, he'll shoot the system. Whoever yeah. plays shoots the system. But I think Thiago's the only one who, who hinders us a little bit in yeah, yeah. format. But <clears throat> he's so good. Yes, he's, Imagine he's Nunes running off him, lad. Or Diaz one side, Sal the other side, Nunes getting in behind with, with Thiago, being able to have that freedom, McAllister being able to have that freedom. So at the moment, based on form, and it's fucking hard, be hard to say, but I'd probably start Endo as the six and have McAllister and Thiago if he was going to start either, either side of each other. Yeah. But <clears throat> it's our last on Jones because Jones yeah. done the whole wrong. So it's brilliant to have it, lad. Brilliant Great. situation to have. Yeah. Don't don't envy Klopp at all in that situation. Um, must say let let's um let's talk about the most unluckiest football player on the planet, um, Mister Chaos himself, Darwin Nunes. Um, <clears throat> what is it? Twelve times he's at he's at the bar or post this season now. Uh, Twelve times the next eight, one eight more did. than anyone else. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, it's just unlucky, isn't he? Like the only two of them were saved on on Wednesday. Um, obviously the penalty. And then yeah, that that he's I just don't get it. But then you look at the composure and like the pinpoint they had for that cross for, for Diaz's goal. And it's like, there it is, you've got it. Just do it when you're shooting as well. Like it's just he's the most perplexing odd mad ball fucking bastard of a footballer I've ever come across can't in my life. Explain, can't explain him, lad. I have I've lost weight for him. Like <laughs> I knew I didn't watch the penalty. I knew he was missing. I knew Darwin Nunes was missing the penalty. I had no faith in him. First one he's ever missed as well, though. That's that's just is standard, it? isn't it? Yeah, first one he's ever missed. <clears throat> I knew he was missing it. And then, like, I seen his run up and I seen him, like, edge towards the left and then lean and I went, fuck it. I turned away and knew. I knew he was missing it. Um, I don't know why he was on it. I thought I should have been sober slime myself, like, but... And he's, but then Nunes has took pens for us this <clears throat> season in the Europa League. So. The best finish yet. Probably if for us, if not in the league, is Jota. Mm. Jota should be taking penalties, but you know that's the system. You, you can't get on his back. I just hopefully that's the strike that you're not on the next one. If Salah's not here, you're not on the next one. Sam, thanks. <laughs> but I've seen him getting loads of shit, and I've seen him getting loads of support, and seeing him people dramatizing 
the chances he has had. <clears throat> the first one, where I think the keeper's tipped onto the bar, hasn't tipped he? Tipped onto the bar, yeah. Onto the bar. That reckless, raw madness. But hmm. I don't think you're not expecting him to just side foot that into the bottom corner there. No, not at all. It's just Nunes. He's just whacked it as hard as he can. If it's on side, if the keeper's not to top it in. So yeah. that that's a that's a half chance. That there's no one in the world who should be scoring that. But he was close enough. The yeah. second one was the same. He's the second one was just a really good save. The keeper saved it. He he's hit it probably too good. He's hit it too well across goal. And it's helped the keeper. But the penalty is woeful. Yeah. But if that's an inch, inch and a half to the side, you're going, oh, fucking, that's what a penalty. penalty. What a penalty. So <laughs> yeah. That's just luck of the draw with the penalty. It's just them mad one-ups when, you, when you're struggling for a goal. It's just fucking, I yeah. hate it. Just, uh, just tow you. Run straight down the middle, tow you. Yeah, just whack it as hard as you can. Low and hard. That's it. Um, <clears throat> the, the, the sitter, is what it is. It's a sitter. It's yeah. an absolute sitter. He could have chested that in. Could have used his chest. He could have used his shoulder. Could have used his face. And probably done better. But again, if it's a couple of inches lower, it's a it's a world-class thing. The ball's got whipped in a pace as well. With other edge jumping for it. So I, I get that. You can lose sight of what's happening. You, I know a lot of players fucking even close their eyes and it just hits them. So that passed the thing, but he should be scoring them goals. And you know, if Chelsea go on to score another goal or two there, and we're fucking flapping, it falls down to our striker missing chances again. Mm. It's happened in every game where it's gone close. Thankfully, we were fucking home and dry. But <clears throat> he he then goes and does what he does for the for the fourth goal. So, yeah, it's, but it's you know, despite the misses, it's why you can't drop him. Um, <clears throat> well, you can't. He's chaos. You just know, out to the left. He's, he's a different man. Yeah. But, um, what but even on match of the day, sorry, just going to say, even on match of the day, you had Lineker, uh, Ian <laughs> Wright and Shearer talking about him and just saying, like, you know, he's always in there. His head never drops. And the it's one of them, like, I'd rather him, I'd obviously rather him be in the position to miss these fucking guilt-head chances than not be in that position at all. You know what I mean? It's like, it's a fine like it's a fine line, like you say, an inch an inch lower and the other goes in, an inch to the left, the penalty goes in. It's like it's fine margins, but the, the ones he's got a I don't know what it is with him when he's in front of goals. Sometimes he's he's clinical and he passes it into the back of the net, and other times he's just erratic and it's just it's mad. I, I just don't know what it is with him. But then it he's clearly effective because you know he's on what? Twenty two goals and assists for the season. Like as I'll put in terms of what he's bringing to the team is is phenomenal. It's only only Salas is better, you know what I mean? So it's like 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 I said, you can't drop him no matter how many chances he misses. It's also what he does off the ball and the work he puts in, lad. He's not just like I've said it loads of times. There's other strikers there, maybe better finishers than him and natural goal scorers, but they're not involved in the game whatsoever. He's he's in every part of play with we're in, we're involved mm. in. He's He's, he's knocking people off the ball. He's he's winning the ball back. He's pressing it hard. He's sprinting hard. He's he's having a fucking good go. So you can't knock him, and that's it. We always get behind players who have a go. Might be the best footballers on the planet, but you're trying. You you putting your fucking heart on your sleeve. You're wearing your shirt with pride. You're doing it for us. 
he's doing it for the team. So we get behind him. And it's the same same with him, lad. No doubt about it. He's going to put four or five past someone soon. Mm. We might have a new song against Everton soon. Won't be rush scored one, rush scored two, hopefully. But <clears throat> it, someone's going to get it. Some, the luck's got to fall on his feet one in one game where everything he touches goes in. Yeah. It's going to happen because he has that many attacks and you can slate him all you want and say, oh, he's at the most shots. He's at the post the most times. He's shite. No, he's in that he puts himself in that position. If he if he had the, <clears throat> the least shots and the hit the post the least, he's not doing his job. Yeah. He's doing it and he's getting the assist as well. His head's not dropping. And even like it's not even like a front. He's laughing his fucking head off in full time, pulling songs and messing out with the lads and he's he's geeing the crowd up and I, I don't think his individual performance affects him. I think the team no. affects him and that's you can't buy that. No, you can't. You can just tell he loves being at Liverpool and and playing for the crowd. And obviously, you know, the, you can just tell he gets a buzz off when we chant Nunes for any little reason whatsoever. Nunes is Nunes breathe. Nunes, Nunes. Like it's literally anything. But like you, like we spoke about these type of players in the past and how the confidence players. And you know, when your striker is hitting the bar or the post twelve times in a season, then. He needs to be. He needs that confidence all the time, and that's what's making him, you know, his head not drop all the time. How many other players would it, you know, would let the head drop for missing it in the post four or five times and mad twelve? Um, that's where our crowd and even the manager and the players around him are magnificent. He missed the penalty that that kills that game in the first half. That game's over. We could have yeah. probably plays off at half time. The game's dead. They're doing nothing to us. He's missed it put the game in a little bit of jeopardy before it had even fucking gone out. Nunes, 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 clocks fucking clapping. The team are rallying around him and that's what it's all about. That's why <clears throat> there's something special in the air for, for Liverpool this season and hopefully things, moments like that, things that are happening, he, he'll, have, he'll have good moments going forward and it'll work out for him but it'll help us along the way to hopefully good things. <clears throat> That's it. Um, let's let's look ahead a little bit then to Sunday. Um, you know this is the week Paul Merson said our season <clears throat> could have fell apart. Um, don't know how your season falls apart in in a week when you're still in four competitions. But yeah, sound. Um, Arsenal um, will be wanting revenge. Um, they were probably for the most part the better team when we played them in the FA Cup, but we got the goals that mattered. Um, so they'll be wanting, as I say, they'll be wanting to make a statement, I think, uh, prove that they're still in the title race, because I think we go there and beat them, that's them pretty much done in it, I, I think. Um, so massive, massive game for us, massive points to prove for them. I think it's got all the makings of a, a fucking fiery game. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't want to disrespect them, but I feel like it's I feel like it's already a two-horse race. I think even if they beat us, I think we, we finish above them. <clears throat> I think I think it's us and City, the, the, the two top dogs. I think they're in Michelle, but we've got we've got to win. We've got to go to when you when you need to win the titles, you've got to go to them teams and win, especially with drawing our own. So we've got to we've got to go and make the statements. We've got to go and say, look at the moment we're in, look how good we are. Look how well we're playing in third gear. <laughs> Let, let's show the fucking fans what we're made of. And, you know, it's going to be a hard game. They're a good team. They, 
because of exposure when you you're attack as well, which is going to be hard. But we just got. To, I think the difference in our team is the likes of Conor Bradley and your Joe Gomez who are fixated on getting forward. They, mm. they sit in, they stay in line, and then when they, when it's on, they go. <clears throat> so it's going to be an interesting game. It's going to be a hard game. But again, look at the players we've got on our bench that can come on and and spin a game. So even with this team, if it we ain't going our way, I'd, I'd expect us to be able to do something to to turn it. But I'm I'm confident, lads. I just think that, that we could have reacted two two ways. We could have fallen in half and crumbled. You know, the players have felt the announcement the same as us tenfold. They 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 with the man every single day. That we like fucking their half fellas to some of them. Yeah, you know, but the, the way the teams responded has been the opposite of that. They've, they've come out and you know you've heard Allison in the summer. We give our life and Canate saying you'll give everything he's got till the end of the season. And that's what it's going to be like now. It's hard to beat a team that want to win for more than just the trophies, mm. for more than just the fans. It's it's going to be hard to beat us. But let's hope it doesn't fucking make a fool out of me after Sunday but I just think no matter what happens we're, we're staying in the title race till the very end Yeah, we've got it um, City aren't going to lose many more points they're, no, they're no. the gears now going through the motions nicely but there's always a, a banana skin for them every now and again we've just got to keep winning lads it's in our hands <clears throat> yeah well you know you've still got to come to Anfield um, that, that's never an easy game for them. They don't really like coming to Anfield and with the way the crowd is at the minute um, and the way, it, it, you know, with the way that could be poised at the time, it that could be one of the, that could be like a Barcelona night. That could be a Chelsea 05 type of atmosphere. If we if the fans are up for it properly, like that could be one of the best atmospheres we've witnessed in a long time. It will be, 100%. It will be. <clears throat> be um, second to be like fucking gold dust, but... Fill the ground with the right people and you and you get the right atmospheres. It's as simple as that. Fill mm. it with, with supporters and passionate reds and not people who are going to just be there and witness it. But at the end of the day, lad, when if there's only half of the stadium full of the right people, that'll be enough because yeah. when we get up, we fucking get up, lad. So um yeah, I think Arsenal's gonna be a tough game. We've just gotta just gotta play our way. We've gotta not we've got not overthink it too much not over attack we don't necessarily have to win the game yeah I think I think ah I thought I froze <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think we just need to go and play as if as if like we're the better team let them come at us and let's try and pick them off but whether they allow that I don't know <clears throat> we've got an um I don't, you can't give them too much possession. Yeah. You can't let them bully you because they do look dangerous. That happened at the in the cup where we let them have way too much of the ball and we, we never actually got a, a foothold in the game for, for a long period of time. But I think give them a false pretense that we're struggling. Let them have a bit of the ball and then hit them on the counter-attack and show them we're fucking dangerous and we're about to bite. Mm. And I think, you know, it's exciting to see what team we're going to put out. I don't think it matters who they put out. I just yeah. think... Liverpool are going to be hungry. We're going to go there. The away end will be fucking bouncing as well. It'll be be another one. It'll be a, be a special away end. Be a big, big game for all of us. Be fantastic. But take a one nil run out. Yeah, absolutely. Last <clears> minute, <throat> fucking just yeah. 
it's going to be tough. I think it's going to be our toughest game of the season. If I'm being honest, I think it's a harder away than City is. Um, well, was at the time anyway when they didn't have, you know, no Haaland, no Haaland squad, no Haaland, uh, but no De Bruyne and things like that at the time when we played them. I think right now Arsenal is is a harder away. Like I said, I think they've they probably feel like they've got a point to prove against us, um, and I just think they'll be right up for it. But um, like you said, if you want to win the league, you got to go there and. and You've got to get a result. Just obviously we want to win, but not losing is imperative. I think it's just you've got to get something out of it. You can't come home empty-handed. I think as long as we don't do that, we're laughing. Yeah, I agree. I want the three points, but, you know, in, in normal circumstances, in normal football leagues, you, so the top four, you, you you take a point all day and you win it all. Take, yeah. That's it. That's how it should be, but you fucking can't afford that with Man City because they're just no, running no. Fucking horrible, but um, yeah. If if we come out of it with a point, and Man City don't absolutely obliterate their next opponents, where it looks like fucking hell, there we go. Then Sam, but I I want the three points. I think we're capable of the three points. I think I think the pressure might get to them a little bit more because they are, as you say, it, it's shit or bust for them, and they've got to win. Yeah, yeah, they've got to win. So I think they're gonna come out with that that mentality that they're going to try and kill us early and that might benefit us. But quite happy to see them have 90% possession and no shots yeah. and us fucking ride the storm. What we could do with, <clears throat> going to contradict myself, we could do with doing the opposite for the first five minutes and taking the game to them and shutting their fans up for five minutes. For the five minutes, they'll sing, shut them up, get out of the way and bouncing and, and see what comes of it. It's exciting, lads, isn't it? It's always it a good day. But, you know, it's navy. I'm all cocky and confident in that until the day, and then I feel sick. It's just a front, that's all it is. You just, you're acting cocky for the viewers. Um, you know what? It's, I feel at the minute, it's because I'm so confident in Liverpool, lads, and sometimes it's because of my dad. My dad's the same. He just, he makes you just think we fucking walk on water, and we do. But I think... I just I said I said that a few weeks ago. I just can't see anyone beating us fairly. I yeah. just just too much in our locker. I think even we've had games this season where we look absolutely fucking abysmal for for forty five minutes, and then we come out a, a brand new team, different energy, different mould, and it's just like how the fuck's that the same Liverpool as before? But we've 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 got all different aspects in our locker now, and I think I think Klopp's getting a lot of help on the sideline after like your Linda, Linda's and that. I think he's listening yeah, more definitely. than ever. I think if something's not quite working, we're familiar with it. We only had a plan A for years, didn't we? Now we've got plan A, B and C. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant, lad. I've just got all the faith in the world in these lads. And as I've said before, if if this season ends with nothing, then we're fucking gutted. If we, if we make the top four and we get to a final, which you've already achieved, you know, you want to win the cup, but our... our main goal this season is to finish top four and maybe sneak a cup. Um I I can't see us going out of any of the cups and I can see us being in the title race till the very end. I just hope it's not till the fucking last day where they end up playing someone's shit. <clears throat> yeah, no, that's uh I can't be dealing with that again. And it's Wolves last game of the season again and you know it's it we've been there twice already and it didn't end how we wanted it to so just no. Um no thank you. Just Wrap it up before it. Now look, whatever happens this season, lad, is is special. Um, just because of you know the situation with Klopp now, it, it's special just because of that anyway. So, um, 
yeah, it's it's going to be a tough game, but it's one we're very, very capable of going on and winning, like we've already shown in the cup, because they played probably the team that's going to play on Sunday last time. So we've proven we can do it, with the exception of maybe Ramsdale. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So before we before we wrap up here, then um, I know business is booming for you at the minute, Jay. What have you got to show us this week? <laughs> I want to make it about this all the time, but obviously, I think you should. No, do you know what, lad? Um, I don't want to feel like a fucking leech to be honest. Where something bad's happened, and I've gone, oh, let's produce a fucking t shirt. So, the first and foremost, produce the flag, um, which you can was not intended to be a t shirt, was not intended to feature on a t shirt, but got asked by that many people. So, we got that. That's just a thank you to Jürgen. Uh, it's you know what, it's for. <clears throat> what I want it's for people who want to fucking go the match and maybe go yeah I'm in support of the manager that's yeah. all, what it's for that's why I've done it and that's a clock top that's another Jürgen clock top it's hard when they're in the packages but the, the people so I can't take them out that's unfortunate no um... got that one yeah I'm in love with him and I feel fine on Abbey Road and then obviously we've got Wembley there's fucking loads here Got Wembley, Anfield South, the greatest team in Europe, and we're going to Wembley. I'm seeing if I've got the flag one. I don't think they printed one for me. Well, while, yeah. while Jay Rummage obviously you've all seen the flag that he's on about that was on the cop. There's been pictures everywhere. Yeah, we won a lot. Won the lot. Um, yeah, the flag that has been pictured a million and one times. There you go. Jürgen lives forever. Um. Obviously, a nod to the the famous Shankly flag from many years ago. Um, did you like? I know you'd obviously had that idea last minute, and it was you know it's a relatively simple one. But like, did you ever imagine that it was going to blow up the way it did? No, not at all. And do you know what? I didn't even, I didn't think about it. I just, I didn't think about anyone else being in the ground or how it looked. I just could imagine myself, me and him. And him seeing it, and I don't even think he did, to be honest, because I was fucking in the middle of the cop. But <clears throat> the response I got from people in the cop, get people giving me a nod, and there was a lot of like, ah, oh, look at that, ah, oh. and it, it it captured a moment for for people who've seen it. You know, big podcasts, big fucking companies, and that have all shared it because they've it struck a chord with them, and that's what I that's what I wanted to do. I wanted him to see it and know the reference and know what he means to us don't because yeah. I want to cry again but <clears throat> I wanted him to see what he means to us as, as Liverpool fans and I think you know he's not dead and he's not ill he's he's made a decision for the benefit of him and his family for the, for the time being but whatever happens between now and the end of the season whatever he wins when he doesn't win what he's already done for this club not just as a manager as a man he will live forever and he'll, I hope he gets a statue before he leaves. I hope it gets unveiled before, so he can see it as manager. Something not on it, not on happens where where you couldn't hear. Name a fucking stand after him, do something while he's currently the manager. But yeah, the idea with the flag, as I say, was just on emotion. Yeah. What can I do? What can I do? That's relevant. That's noticeable. That <clears throat> captures. You can't. Everyone said you can't be bigger than Shankly. You couldn't be loved more than Shankly. And I think you might argue that now. Mm. He's up there. And I've said it before. I think he's our greatest ever manager. I actually do. 
he's won absolutely everything in the time he's been here at a time where the the red carpet's been rolled out for, for another team to just go and take the lot. And he's he's been a hindrance to them. So he's for me he's the best ever. Yeah. It, but it's, anyway. It's an it's an unenviable <laughs> task, isn't it, to to replace him and it's it's gonna be tough, but we don't have to worry about that yet. Like we say, we've got what is it now, twenty eight games maximum left with with Klopp. Um and if they all go the way the last two have gone, it's gonna be a fucking mad wild twenty eight games. And it's gonna be the same as every other season, lad. It's, you know, a roller coaster of emotion, madness. It's just he's added to it with this. Yeah. But, uh, I just want to say thanks again to Claire, Claire's customs. Um, for for actually painting that for me because as much as I'm all right on an iPad and doing t-shirts and shit, um, sitting there in, in a fucking living room painting words on a on a bed sheet just was something I couldn't get my head around. So I messaged there and she sorted straight away to say, got the got the material. I think she ripped it off a bed <laughs> and put two poles in it. So if you need any artwork or anything like that, <clears throat> um, give her a shout because she's spot on. Well, class at what she does. Yeah, and I'll, um, I'll tag Claire in the post when I when I put this on Twitter and that as well. I've got work off of there actually, but it's on my wall, so I'm not showing you. But <laughs> um, it's clapped with the European Cup and the league. But again, she's she's done it in like charcoal or pencil or something like that. It's mad how, how yeah. people are that creative. But yeah, it's the next the next few games we've got the last few months we've got a Jurgen Klopp. <clears throat> we've got to put the the news behind us now. And enjoy them. Don't don't dwell on it, you know. Um, and also, maybe don't sing a song too early. <laughs> yeah. Let's sing it when we're winning the game. Let's not do something he doesn't want us to do. Sing it before kick off. Sing it on the on the ninetieth minute when we're winning. But let's not put any added pressure on games. Yeah. Let's not make every single game about him. Let's remember that our football club's playing. Hmm. We want to win. We want to win trophies, whether Klopp is leaving or not. We want to go and succeed. So we've got to get behind the lads playing in red, as yeah. well as the <clears throat> definitely. Although he has changed his tune on that a little bit since it all he's now said that as long as it's loud, I don't care. <laughs> right. um, and that's yeah, that's all we want. We want a loud Anfield. But um... I wish we got the um, the Jurgen Klopp na 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 going again because that I think that's better. It's just. <laughs> But I wish we'd actually sing the fucking song. The words to the song is, is and the and, best. S- and slow it down, like slow them all down. They're all too fast. Um, yes. but that that's a story for another episode. Let's wrap it up there then. So we will be back, obviously, um, after the Arsenal game and then after the Burnley uh, game. And Jay's just showing us his glass for some no, reason. You know, but yeah, this is how, what clock means to me, right? Me, one of the last presents my ma got me before she died for me thirtieth birthday. This makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. James, 30 today, you've waited your whole life for Klopp. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, yes, not like, I'm so proud of you, son. Well done on everything you've achieved in life. You've waited your whole life for Klopp, and she's like, uh, we did. We, we waited did. for our Ankle, and we've got him. And sadly, he's leaving us, but <clears throat> Liverpool Football Club will go on. It just might never be the same again. They will. It might not. But we've, it's only one way we find out, isn't it? But until next time, up Jürgen Klopp's Reds. Up the fucking Reds. Sports Social Podcast Network.